And now, it's time to get far out with Todd Perry. The foul bachelor frog doesn't do his dishes, wax off, and eats burritos. I'm not talking down to the audience. I'm just thinking that's how they're, they're rolling right now. Buck Perez. Come on, no one watch basketball? And special guest, the man from the internet. Welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, and to the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Todd, how are we doing? Well, you know, Buck, you know what I'd like to be called. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, God of Pod. No. no. G-O-P. No. No, What uh, what was your agreement? Oh, God. Uh, King of Pod. Mm. King of Pod. Yes, I am the King of Pod, Todd Perry. And to the left, we have a very special guest today who hasn't been on the show for a while because, uh, well, understandably, he's been been involved in a startup. And uh, he's a guy that has no terrestrial existence. He doesn't walk the, the, the soil like the rest of us. He is a man who is from the Internet. That's me. If you see, I'm just a bunch of ones and zeros like the Matrix. As we've said, he's bi, binary. Oh, there we go. And he's a man who is an expert on all things the internet. He's not really that grounded in the world that the rest of us live in. So it's nice. uh, We have this nice relationship where I kind of tell him what's going on amongst organic humans, you know, the the orga. Okay, and he's like Mecca. You know, uh, he, he lives in the cybernet. Uh, he, he drives the super uh, information superhighway uh, to come see us every day. Todd lets me speak to normal human beings, and I really appreciate it. So I want to give back and tell him what's going on on just, the Internet. Just to set up the visual, it's just a screen, basically, is what I'm looking at. And it's, it's very Max Hedrumish. Yeah, yeah. There's, know, a, there's occasional there's occasional there's occasional glitches, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, uh, everyone... Buffering. So uh, we'd like to thank the man from the internet for coming out because it's been a while. And I have to say that the man from the internet is one of the most popular guests we ever have on the show. Like when I look at the numbers and they have like the time spent listening. The numbers don't lie, Todd. The numbers don't lie. <laughs> it's getting cocky. Yeah. It is good. And because and th- that's how you live. It's, it's strictly based on data, on analytics. My, my life is data driven. I don't make any decisions until I've seen the data. I A-B test my life. And that's kind of a nerdy term. That means I do two separate things, see which one worked better, and do that. Now, did Al Gore create you? Al Gore, he he's he's like, yeah, he's my godfather, actually. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Al Gore are tight. We're tight. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, we go way back. So I'd like to thank the man from the internet for showing up today. But before uh, we get into uh, the man from the internet today, is, as he always does, he comes in and he answers our questions about the internet, and he makes some recommendations about things that the the audience may not know about because he's the first guy to touch this stuff. Uh, the man from the internet is uh, he's kind of like once he's he's farther down the funnel than the rest of us. Yeah, I, I read stuff so you don't have to. I I sift through the wheat, I sift through the chaff and pull out the wheat, and it's good stuff. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Just- <laughs> What, what the fuck is chaff? Chaff, wheat and chaff. Separate the wheat and the chaff. Yeah, it's digital wheat and digital chaff. Chaff and myrrh. 
Yeah, you myrrh. Know? Yeah, what is frankincense myrrh? Frankincense and myrrh. I have no I idea. What is frankincense? I'm, I don't I'm know. I'm staying away from chaff and myrrh. Yeah. So Spe- they're, they're, bad, they're bad things. Yeah. Speaking of frankincense and myrrh, it's, it's Christmas. Uh, this show is coming out uh, just a couple days before Christmas. And we're not doing a Christmas show this year. We uh, usually do some kind of Christmas theme song. We do our Oh Shit, It's Christmas song. Right. And I figured that this year we would spare people the Christmas content because probably every podcast right now is doing something kind of Christmas or Hanukkah. Uh, Maybe we're way past Hanukkah. New Year's theme, so... Did you just burp? Yeah. On air. <laughs> yes. The, the man no, from the internet does not burp. There's no. No, there's no cough button here. Okay. It's going straight on there. So, but I did I did find one Christmas song that was a little alarming. Because oh. I wanted to have a little bit of Christmas music here. And and this is a, a, an older Christmas song, and I, I found it very interesting. Uh, so let's take a listen. It's by Tiny Tim. Oh, I was going to ask if it was racist. But uh, Tiny Tim's probably not racist. No. Okay. Casio. Oh, this is Santa Claus saying I won't be around this year. I'm a bit sick. Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year. Whoa. Whoa. And he won't be around to spread his Christmas cheer. Oh, boy. The reindeer all look blue. They know what he's going through. Mm. Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year. Wow. The AIDS. He won't be yelling out, ho, 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 ho. Except for the person who got him AIDS. But he'll be screaming out, no, 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 no. Oh. He's lying sick in bed. Awesome. Call the doctor there instead. This is brutal. Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year. What was Tiny Tim thinking? Each season he is full of pep and vim. Okay. Or is that are we still going? Yeah, I think I think we get the point. Okay. Okay, as the man from the internet, I have to be the buzzkill and ask, is this actually Tiny Tim or, or is this an apocryphal thing? Is this just some like radio bit that's gotten passed around and credited to Tiny Tim? Mm. So wow, so have, I- have you snopsed this? No, no, I have not Snopes this, but but here I but I know that it is Tiny Tim because I know Tiny Tim's voice. I'm, I I have Tiny Tim music. Right. Uh, me and my old roommate used to always listen to Tiny Tim. Uh, just you know, he he'd get high and put on Tiny Tim, and you know, isn't Tiny? I don't know Tiny Tim. I guess I thought he was more family friendly. Mm. Tiptoe through the tulips. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tip. He was talking about tiptoeing, not getting AIDS. Well, so here's what happened. Uh, Tiny Tim wrote this song when AIDS was a candy that helped you lose weight. No. This okay, this sounds way apocryphal now. This sounds like internet. No, no. So what happened was Tiny Tim put this song out and it was like a novelty song about the fact that Santa decided to lose weight. So he wasn't feeling good and he lost his jolliness because he decided to lose weight, but in hindsight, it sounds like the most horrifying song ever written. This is like that South Park episode. Yeah, Jared, with, has, with Jared AIDS. has AIDS. He lost weight because he has AIDS. Oh, his assistants, not actual AIDS, the right. disease. But okay. this th- this is when AIDS, because <laughs> there, there used to be a, a candy that you know helped you lose weight. And so then it was called AIDS, and it went out of business after you know AIDS became known as you know, uh, you know the, the autoimmune deficiency syndrome or whatever it's called. Uh, whatever was created in a laboratory in order to... By the to, CIA. By the, yeah. did, they did crack and AIDS, I think, yes. yeah. yeah. All, all now, in the same week. Now, as the man from the internet, if I came to you with that piece of information that the CIA created AIDS and crack in order to crack down on minorities, 
what would you do at first to find out whether I was telling the truth? Would you knee-jerk judge that, or how, how, what would you do? My default these days is to knee-jerk judge and call bullshit, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of stories that get passed around that are not... It's sort of like the, like, oh, my friend's cousin teaches at a school, and the kids have crazy names, like... Some kid's name is L A and then a hyphen and her name it's hyphen A and her name's Ladasha and then you find out that's like uh, that's not a that true story. Well, actually, the funny thing is, yeah. do you remember that from our show, Buck? One of one of our guests told that story. It's bullshit. It's not true. But he but he knew it was Elliot and somebody told that story to him. He there's n- no one ever says that happened to me. It's that happened to my friend. That right. happened to my cousin. No. That's, that story is not true. But she said that happened to me. No. No, I know. No. But, Oh, you're yep. saying it was a first-hand claim? She made a first-hand claim on an internet hoax, which means she was completely lying. She was completely lying. I know. Completely the, lying. I know. Man <laughs> from the internet is getting really yeah, worked he's up. Like, I get, he's like, I, that bitch. I, I, I don't know. I get really worked up about these things because they're so stupid, and people believe them. I'm like, that story, on its face, like you should not believe. And yeah. then... I don't know. I don't know. I guess it, it feeds into people's pre-existing like, prejudices. Prejudice. Yeah, so they believe it. So I had the other day... This, this is one that... Uh, I, I should uh, never, ever open up any email that's a forward from anybody over the age of 60. That's, that is a, that's a good rule to live by. And I uh, had a family member send me a forward, 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 and it was like... It, For, it's a forward, 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 re, forward, re, re, forward. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it said, I'm 83 and I'm tired. And I opened it up, and it was a picture of Bill Cosby, <laughs> right? And it was a picture of Bill Cosby, and it was basically... A a big like right wing manifesto that was like God. it started off like I'm so tired of being taxed I'm tired of giving to freeloaders and it kind of went down and then I was like I got two paragraphs in and I was like he's gonna start taking out the Muslims in a minute and like the next thing was I'm tired of Muslim people getting all the rights in this country wow. and I'm like oh my God I'm like this is clearly not Bill Cosby yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so immediately I went to Snopes you know oh yeah as it's, man from the internet was that a good move that was that's always your first move well the first move is to assume any email with like three forwards on it is it's not gonna be true yeah. but if you want to double check Go to Snopes. Yep. So I went to Snopes, and it, it was like clearly like Bill Cosby had a post on his website about the fact that he did not say this, and it was an evil kind of hateful message. Right. So then I immediately responded to this family member, and did I wrote, you, "Oh God, did you send the Snopes link?" Yeah. Oh yeah. <sighs> I sent the Snopes link. I said, "Did uh, did you title it? Hey hey hey? Because <laughs> that's what I would have fucking done. Hey, hey, hey it's Todd Perry. <laughs> uh, actually, and I and I just responded. Uh, uh, Bill Cosby never said this, and I put the link, and then I got a little response like, "Sorry." I also they, wait. Uh, they apologized. Yeah, usually they double down, and they're like, "Well, it doesn't matter. It's the it's the co- the content that matters, like the the spirit of it." Yeah, uh, what a positive spirit it was. Well, yeah. <laughs> and so I just I just have a new policy that's any email sent to me by somebody over the age of sixty. Because I well, see why well, now, man from the internet. I don't know if you'd have a good gauge on this because you're not that familiar with the inner workings of humanity, right? Absolutely but, not. But what is it that it's about older people that they trust everything they read online? Like, you'd figure they'd be even more skeptical than somebody our age, right? I, oh, you know what? I don't know. So my gut answer just—I never thought about that that way before. But my first thought is they grew up in a world where. I mean, people could print pamphlets and stuff and hand those out, but generally printed stuff went through some level of verification, right? If it was written down, it was 
truth. Well, you know? it had a better, much higher chance of being true, yes. It, it, Whereas, like, now, I don't know if they don't understand the fact that just anybody can publish anything on the internet. Yeah, like, I don't... Because <laughs> they probably don't know how to do it. They don't know how to just start a blog. Right. And they think that, like, that takes a certain, like, there's this whole chain of people that's involved with it. Yeah, that. like, right. it goes through the fact checkers after you post it. Like, no. No, you can post your Star Trek slash fiction and no one's gonna, no one cares. Oh, I, and I do. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Sure you do. <laughs> so uh, the man from the internet is here now. Let's see. What are some of the things? I, I know you have a whole list of things you want to hip our listeners to. Is there anything you want to start with specifically? Or maybe I'll ask you some questions. Uh, yeah, let's go with some questions. I saw you asked your reader or your listeners for some questions. Did they have any? Yeah, and I, uh, listener Colin hit us up on the uh, at Far Out Podcast on Twitter. I'm excited about this. I don't think we've done a question from your users, your listeners, have we? Users. Users. I said users. <laughs> I am the man for the internet. Yeah. User. As he swigs a big thing of wine. And, and so, uh, Digital li- wine. Yes, exactly. Listener. From the screen. It's, it's like that stuff in Tron where they're drinking that like energy. Oh, yeah. Like, that's what it is. Input. <laughs> and so uh, listener Colin asks, the man from the internet, is it worth investing in Bitcoin or other cryptocurrency uh, mining rig. I guess mm. he said mining rig. Now, could you, first of all, oh, give, wow. a, give yeah. a high I, level? You know, I was going to wait. I was going to hold off on the Bitcoin questions, but let's go right into it. So start, could you start off with a high level of exactly what Bitcoin is in 45 seconds <laughs> and then give us some sound financial advice? Oh, do Okay, I'm going to st- actually start with a disclaimer that says do not take financial advice from a digital being, first off. So, fair. Okay. So, or this show, by the way. Or this show. Do not take, do not take financial advice from a podcast. That's just sound like life advice. Yeah. Uh, so Bitcoin is a so-called cryptocurrency, uh, which we're already... Okay, let me back up a little bit. <laughs> it's a digital currency that was started in 2008 or 2009 and by a researcher. It was kind of a theoretical thing um, that has now gained some traction. But what he was trying to do was create a digital-only currency. It has a set number of coins that can be mined and that's 21 million and and it takes a certain amount of time to mine those coins the last one will not be mined until 2140 so it has built-in scarcity um and it it's like diamonds with the de beers company it's digital gold is kind of how it's been compared to because there's a set amount it takes effort to mine it like it takes effort to mine gold um And it has. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. it takes effort. What is it? To mine, a, yeah, mining gold is. It takes a lot of no, money. No, mining this shit. Mining bitcoins takes a lot of effort, and it's controlled actually. Like, <laughs> where, that's later in the. That's that's. Okay, if you had a visual, wow. if you had a visual right now, it's like <laughs> talking, and Buck looks like an Easter Island head. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just, what? what the okay. fuck? I don't know. This is. It. It's. It's kind. I'm not probably the best person to explain it, but I'm going to try to. I'll keep going. See what yeah, I can do. Yeah. So if you can explain it to Buck, you can explain it to it's yeah. it's a lowest dig- common denominator, baby. It's a digital. Well, I, I want to say currency, but then there's arguments around whether it's really a currency. But it's so, like a representation of money. You can easily send to anyone around the world. Um, there's no central bank like the U.S. dollar has a central bank behind it. Most government-backed currencies have a central bank behind it. Uh, there's no one really control. Well, there's no one really controlling Bitcoin. Um, um, who who uh, accepts the Bitcoin? So there's who, who what what, what you do? Amazon stuff. Like Amazon that? Amazon actually doesn't accept Bitcoin yet. Okay. Um, I I'm gonna guess they will within the next year, but they don't right now. Right now, you can send it to you can send it to people like everyone has a uh, everyone into Bitcoin has a wallet like a digital wallet that you can send it. It's an address. Okay. You send them uh, however many Bitcoin. 
you want, and then they can send it back and forth. There are a few retailers and, and, and stores that take it. Not a lot right now, but it's, it's growing. That's crazy. Now, should I be afraid of this? Like, it, should this be something that could possibly undermine, like, the monetary system of the United States? Would I be nutty in feeling that a bunch of programmers could figure this out? Be, and, and secondly, are the people that have the ability to mine this thing, won't they eventually run with it and get sick and drunk on power and fuck it all to hell? Okay. Like our so, current monetary system? A, wow. There's a lot in there. Um, I don't think so. I think what Bitcoin is going to be is essentially a competitor <laughs> or replacement for PayPal. I think many oh. of your users are probably familiar with... Guy said users again. Yeah. Many of your listeners... Okay. Are, What's your I, problem? This, <sighs> no, his problem is that he's I, not like us. I'm not like human beings. I'm not you like normal users. human beings. Users. Anyway, I think it'll be a really awesome replacement or competitor to PayPal. It's just an easy way to send money to people without having to deal with credit card transaction fees or PayPal fees or anything like that. So it's not going to liberate us from from any uh, wrongdoings of uh, currency markets and the financial system and bring uh, net equality to all and that like, poor people will thrive because now they have bitcoins instead of like, you know, uh, the, the US dollar. It depends on how much of an Ayn Rand fan you are. Okay. If you really love it, maybe. But I, as a, more realistically, I think it's a really cool thing. I don't think it's a replacement for the U.S. dollar. To answer Colin's question, mining, no, mining is not a good idea anymore. What the way Bitcoin worked is it was easy to mine it at first, okay. and then the whole point was that it would increase in difficulty as more people joined. And right now, you basically need a whole data warehouse, like a, a whole server farm, to mine anything. You have to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars buying. Bitcoin is the if it's if you had some money set aside to buy a mining rig, just spend it on Bitcoin instead. Coming to a movie theater near you, it's Brahm Stroker's Wackula. This masturbating malevolent vampire is the eldest of all evils. With winking witchery, this self-flogging fiend will stop at nothing to drain every last drop from himself. The children of the night. <laughs> you may find my palms to be hairy. My wank is stronger than my bite. I've been waiting my entire life to touch myself. I have bat wings. I need, I need, I need one more good one. I love to choke my chicken. I don't know. That was. That like, was <laughs> okay, so uh, moving on from the Bitcoin stuff. Yeah. So I feel we could really get in the weeds on Bitcoin, and uh, you know. Oh, I definitely can get into the weeds about Bitcoin. Do they sell oh, weed on B- Bitcoin? That oh oh yeah. See, you could. That was the whole. I'm sorry. Do we go the whole more? Silk Road? Did you hear about Silk Road? I have no. Way. There was a website called Silk Road, and you could buy illegal things on there with Bitcoin, um, because people are like, oh, Bitcoin, it's anonymous, whatever. But it's not really anonymous because you send them the Bitcoin, and then you send them an address, and they vacuum pack weed and send it to you. 
and people got busted doing what? that. Yeah, and it got shut down by the feds. Awesome. The guy who ran it had millions and millions of dollars in Bitcoin, but he's in jail. Now, Buck, the, the, wow. the big question is uh, freeze-dried weed. Or vacuum packed. Weed. Oh, I was, or I was like, it's not freeze dried. Vacuum packed. Vacuum packed weed. It's good always a good move. Keeps it keeps it very moist. And so, the dogs can't smell it. It was the key because they were, they were just mailing this this stuff to people like through the U.S. mail. Not, not like not people normally UPS. do. Yeah. Not like people normally do where they buy a big jug of peanut butter and they stick the weed in the thing of peanut butter and they and then the dogs can't smell the weed through the peanut butter. That's mm. what I've heard people do. Okay. Oh, that's pretty brilliant too. Yeah. I, I mean, hey, you could do all this crazy, like, you know, those space bags that people sell, like, on the uh, on TV, you know, where you you take a sweater, and you can make it, it, oh, could, it, could, sh- it, yeah, it could, oh, hit, yeah, yeah, and, and it could fit in your pocket, yeah, which is kind of, which I think is cooler than Bitcoin, really, is that, the ability to put your sweater, it's way more practical, really, at this point, I think so, to put your sweater in a pocket is fucking badass, right, where on the internet do they do that, <laughs> so, uh, also, we had another listener named James, who had a question for the man from the internet, Oh. And he asked, "Is it? Oh, <clears throat> does the man from the internet have any favorite subreddits or recommendations of which ones to follow?" That that's actually on my list of things to talk about tonight. I, I well, let's get in. I it. do love Reddit. I, I it's I felt like it's kind of a cop out to talk about subreddits because Reddit's one of the most popular sites on the internet. But there are some kind of undiscovered gems or underappreciated gems on Reddit. Again, it's, you're 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 a little bit deeper down the funnel yeah. than than most people. Yeah. So my current favorite subreddit, which is what the sub communities are called or subreddits, uh, is currently YouTube Haiku. It's slash r slash YouTube Haiku. And people, the, there's very strict rules. It's a video subreddit, and people can only submit videos under 30 seconds. Uh, videos under 14 seconds are considered haikus. Uh, under 30 seconds, it's poetry, uh-huh. but it can't be any longer than 30. And it's great because it like. Gets to the heart of internet video. You don't want to watch some three-minute video to watch 10 seconds of stuff. Now, what would Vine be right. if Vine's five seconds? Vi- there was some controversy when Vine came out because people were submitting a lot of Vines, and they were like, well, just go to Vine. Like, Don't go to the subreddit. And I think Vines are, Vines are discouraged on there. My buddies actually do five-second films. They're explicitly banned from YouTube IQ. <laughs> now, what, wow. would, now yeah. what, would, what would the Japanese call the five-second video? If the 14 seconds of haiku, what if, you know, the, I'm sure there's a realm of Japanese poetry that's five syllables. That's shorter than a haiku. I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe, th- maybe that's one of those like one-hand clapping. It's a micro haiku. Maybe that's some kind of philosophical thing but, that's maybe outside of the realm of this conversation. Yeah. But, but it's brilliant, and I discovered it. And I actually made a video that did well on there because um, <laughs> I just... I, I, I wanted to send someone, someone sent me something and I answered them. And then I wanted to send them like the more, you remember the, the more, you know, like mm. the little star. Oh, you sent me this. This yeah. is great. I wanted it to be that, but I wanted the music to be Biggie Small saying, if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> and somehow that did not exist on the internet. Yeah. So I created it. I uploaded it and posted it to uh, YouTube Haiku. And now it has like 20 something thousand views on it. <laughs> and I send it to people all the time. I'm like, well... Now you know. And if you don't know, now you know, nigga. I, I, I love I lo- my, my one of my favorite things about the internet is that I always like in my head I'll go I 
I wish this was made or created. And just then, do it yourself. And, but, but then eventually I'll just find it. Like somebody else did it. And yeah. then every once in a while, like it's like kind of with podcasting. Like podcasting is still relatively new. So there's still some things we can do that haven't been done yet. Like I feel like kind of like when, when, the, when the Beatles are making rock music, right? They're like, well, nobody's done this because it was kind of a new form, right? It was kind of like people just kind of started doing that. So the Beatles were able to get in like, what haven't people done? Okay, we'll do this, 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 this. And they figured out, Shit that people haven't done yet. We'll play ourselves backwards. Yeah, you, you can yeah. experiment. It might fail, but you have so much room to experiment. Something's going to work, right? Right. And and, and with, with with this podcast, most stuff hasn't worked. But uh, <laughs> a, a couple of things we've done have been new and interesting. And yeah. People are like, oh, we listen to Far Out because they do the occasional weird bit. Did you guys do a snuff podcast? Oh, so okay. So show. <clears throat> Please I, edit that out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, so the man from the internet once, I think you, you texted me, and you were at some party where someone was doing a live podcast, and they said they were doing the first ever snuff podcast where they killed somebody <laughs> on a podcast, right? Yeah. And you sent me this, like, I don't know, like eight months ago? This, this was way more than that. This was years ago at this point. Okay, but, but you <laughs> said they were doing the first snuff podcast, but... I had beaten that. Oh, see? By doing it on low budget, like two years, three uh, years before you sent that to me. Okay. So I wanted to break into that place with like my MP3 player and look, look, this is dated. I was <laughs> killing motherfuckers this. like way before, you know. You're like the Velvet Underground of podcasts, right? Yes. Yeah. I, I, you know, maybe right before I die, people will unearth, you know, the low budget stuff that yeah. becomes available. Yeah, you and, like uh, only a thousand people listen to it, but they all started podcasts, right? I'd like to think <laughs> there that. There you go. I'd like to think that. So also, so I have some questions. Okay. And um, well, I, ha- I had another subreddit oh, yeah, actually please. that was part of my notes. Um, then this is also one of my favorite subreddits because they don't post to it very often, and it, so it shows up in my feed not every day. So when I see it, it's like a, a pleasant little surprise. It's slash r slash Pyongyang. Oh. It is the official propaganda channel of North Korea. Nice. <laughs> well, you know, there I you used go. to. Didn't I send you a long time ago? I found the official website of the Democratic. Oh yeah, that site's brilliant. I love it. And what it's the uh, if you you can you can obviously Google it. It's the uh, official website, like for, the news agency, right? Yeah, it's the news. It has news stuff, news feeds out of there, and it also has the history of North Korea about how they defeated the Yankee imperialists in oh, the nineteen yeah. fifties. Obviously, and yeah, <laughs> and it, and it's about like then then you go into like the stories of like Kim Jong Un and Kim Jong Il, and it has like Kim Jong Un was the first guy to ever like play seventy two holes of golf and shoot like a thirty. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's it's like the most amazing site. Just it's. Amazing till you realize it's so horrifying that that's like the worst country ever created in in, in humanity. You know? Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, there's no civil rights. It's just a horrifying yeah. place. But also in Pyongyang, they have some of the most awesome, crazy ass architecture and stuff that's just hidden from the rest of the world. Like that crazy pyramid building or crazy. They have some crazy buildings that no one's ever actually used. Yeah, yeah. No, they're just sitting there decaying. Or maybe yeah. they, they take good care of them. They have like a sub, uh, this massive mass transit system that no one uses. Right. And it's just all this kind of government money floating around. And then people are trying to pick rice off the floor to, to live. It's depressing. Oh, what the fuck? Um, so what do you find on that? So subreddit? it is the, again, the, I'm not sure if it's actually the. Like social media people from North Korea, or just people who are really, really committed to the joke, because it's been around for years and they've never broken character. 
Um, half the comments are deleted. If you go into a thread, like half the comments are deleted. Nice. <laughs> and then they'll randomly post like, you are now banned from Pyongyang and they'll ban people from the subreddit. Awesome. <laughs> I've, I've, been, I've been banned on Twitter once. Really? I got blocked. By what did one, you do? It was uh, one of the Raiders uh, cornerbacks, Tracy Porter. Okay. Did you number, talk shit? Number, no. I don't like talk shit, but what happened was I... Uh, he he was one of these guys that just went off and would just keep retweeting stuff. He was a really annoying Twitterer. So I, I unfriended the Raiders Corner. Okay. And then I went back to go at him as a friend, and I was blocked. Ooh. Like, he looked up. Blocked. Every- he must have had one of those programs that tell you when you lose a follower. And yeah. he's like, dude, fuck you. He He's actually better at blocking me than uh, guarding wide receivers. There you go. Ba-doom. No, actually, he's had a good season. I like okay. Tracy Porter, but... Uh, he intercepted Manning in the Super Bowl in 07. Anyway, All right. he wasn't a Raider then. It was a Super Bowl. But Yeah, so um, I wanted, can I talk about Pyongyang a little more? Because it's, please. Let's, to, so to dig a little deeper, I don't know if you guys heard in the news recently, but King uh, Kim Jong-il, Kim Jong-un, rather, yeah. recently executed his uncle. Right. Yeah, as a traitor. Right. And so there's didn't he, a, didn't he off his girlfriend first? He's but, married. That was a little while back. Maybe. Wife, oh, I don't I think know. his wife, he killed her, too. What? Yeah. I did not hear about that. Yeah, man. Uh, that, that did not get posted in our Pyongyang. Oh, uh, so I was digging through some of the comments, and the comments are all in the same general style. Uh, in in a thread about Kim Jong Un's uncle, someone posted, "What a masterful play by our glorious leader! Who else could have used such a traitor for the benefit of the, benefit of the nation? For surely our leader has known of his treachery from the start." <laughs> Now that his usefulness is at an end, it is only fitting that he be cut down like a tree whose fruit has become sour. All the com- <laughs> in another thread that wasn't specifically about the execution, but a general thread like North Korea will live on forever. Someone posted, may anyone who tries to overthrow the North Korean state suffer the wrath of our dear leader. Dear leader being capitalized. Right. So wow. the comments are all in the style. The ones that are not deleted <laughs> are in that style. They refer to capitalist pig dogs and things like that. It's It's... It was funny. The other day I was listening to Mark Marin and they had, he had Yakov Smirnoff on. He's still alive? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's... And thriving. Yeah. But uh, Yakov Smirnoff was saying that when he was a stand-up comedian in... In, in Russia. Yeah, in Russia, stand-up... Stand-up on you. I don't oh. know. So what happens... Tried. I know. Uh, tired tonight. Tired tonight. And so what happens was uh, there was actually a department of jokes in the Soviet Union. Really? And so, Did he so, work for it? No, what happened with no because he was a stand-up comedian in Russia, he would have to get all his material approved by the Department of Jokes. And there were literally Russians that went through in this bureaucratic office that approved all his material that he could use. Wow. Like if that doesn't speak to the lunacy that was the Soviet Union, uh it's it's pretty crazy. But uh, I, I could just imagine like the Department of Jokes going through this show and they'll be like, "Well, I didn't really hear a joke." Dude, you know, we'd they, be in a gulag. Yeah, I think instantly. Just after after the Santa has AIDS bit. That Buck. just yeah. No. Buck Ixne. Yeah. yeah, get rid. Sorry, I meant I didn't mean gulag. I meant re-education camp. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Has this ever happened to you? Oh, my joint! Try our new dope on a rope. If you're tired of wet weed, give our solution a try. So, uh, man from the internet. Yes. I, I had a question, and uh, this is going to be a little bit uh, controversial. Uh-oh. I love controversy. Come on. Let's do it. Which sites should I be avoiding? 
Like, you know, there's like there's there's certain sites that like you go there and you see the content on it and you can't unsee it like the time you sent me Goatsy. Oh, yeah, that's a classic. Um, I mean, there's a lot of shock sites like at this point I could go on for hours. Um, <laughs> give me the what's the most shocking? Like, I remember, I, like, I, is it like Tub Girl? Tub you know, Girl's Lemon Tub Party. Girl's like, old. What's lemon the party's newest, old. What's the newest one? That's a good one. We won't be the same after we see. Gen, okay. I gen, generally avoid these. I really don't like looking at that kind of stuff. Um, but you know where they are. You know what they, you know so what they are. So I've ruined two people's lives by introducing them to 4chan. I don't know if you guys are familiar with 4chan. Yeah, dude. You introduced me to 4chan, and you told me, you said, Todd, whatever you do, don't go to 4chan. I, okay, so apparently I've ruined three people's lives. <laughs> <laughs> and you told me about 4chan, and every once in a while I'll get drunk, and I'll go on 4chan. And I immediately always go, why did I go on 4chan? Right. I t- I, that, your story is not unique. I've told to two different people at companies that I've worked at who are actually pretty techie people, but somehow they'd never heard of it. Mm-hmm. And they spent the next week with just like wide-eyed, like, oh my God, this is what I saw on 4chan this week. And they couldn't, they couldn't pull themselves away. You can't unsee it. You can't unsee it. There's a lot of stuff on it. That's like the generic, okay, go there. Um, I don't know what the current, the current shock site thing is. I'm not, 16 anymore so i don't think that's funny i mean i'm infinite since i'm from the internet but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, in your terrestrials but give us one you know a site i really really hate <laughs> yeah. I, i'm just gonna use this as a platform to go on a rant yeah uh buzzfeed and you know actually buzzfeed and upworthy have oh. you guys seen these oh did you see the other did i send this or send it to uh eric it was uh they have the i'm sure you've seen this they have the upworthy generator Oh, I posted. Yeah, I posted that too. Oh yeah. yeah, of course you did. Of course I did. Of course it was one of my most successful Facebook posts. We- weeks be- <laughs> weeks before, I, you know. Probably weeks before. But the, uh, but Upworthy is like as a copywriter because you know I sit in my daily life. I try to write things that are enticing for people to click on. And huh. but most of my stuff is done on radio. But everyone, I'll do some net stuff. And uh, Upworthy, every everything is like. You wouldn't believe what happened to this person until you see, and it's always the most pretentious <sighs> thing. And it's like I just want to know what the thing is before I click on it. But they write these enticing things that now at this point are just becoming annoying once you get the style down for it. Yes. And actually, one of the guys who comes on the show is one of the upworthy headline writers. So, really? Yeah. I want to meet him and punch him in the face <laughs> oh, and man. tell him he's a terrible human Ooh. being. Oh, but he's a good guy. You no. want to tell us? He's sold his soul. I don't I, care what he's. I don't care. I want out. I hate him. that site. I hate yeah. it. I blocked it on Facebook. I don't want to see it anymore. But it's the most, uh, they have the most pretentious headlines. Oh, yeah. Because it's like liberal, like feel good stuff. Yeah. I mean, not all good liberal feel good stuff, but this is kind of, it's pandering. <laughs> it's pandering. It's the worst kind of pandering. It's just to click. It's, <sighs> sorry. It gets me going because I hate it because it's, it's so, like, it's liberal feel good stuff, but it's so actually. Um, but it's manipulative. It's manipulative and, um, and, uh, I'm blanking on the word because I've had too much digital wine. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so let, let's let's move on. Um, how about uh, BitTorrent? BitTorrent. What let's is this? What is this? Like 2004? No, I'm just saying. Are there any oh, new dig? Are there any new BitTorrent sites that maybe have? Because uh, every everybody knows stuff. You know, uh, kat.ph. I don't know that one. Actually, that's new to me. Kickass Torrents. Don't know that one. No. You you just dropped one on the man from the internet. Are you kidding? You never use KATW? No. I'm just saying, if I was to download a torrent of legal stuff... Wait, legal stuff? Who does that? <laughs> That's like three people have ever done that, ever. Okay, okay. Uh, okay, so KAT.ph, um, 
No, you never. Okay, Kate, if, if you want to download a movie, I, I find the KAT.ph okay, is the best job at kind of suching out the bullshit okay. and only mm-hmm. presenting like good quality torrents that aren't going to completely, you know, that aren't fake. I do basically. use for, for TV shows because I, I don't have cable. I've, I mean, I have like a. I have a TV. I'm not going to be like, I don't even have a TV, but I don't have cable. Uh, EZTV.it is just a group who rip all the TV shows pretty much as soon as they air on the East Coast. Where, I mean, I, of course, exist globally, but for those on the West Coast, it's awesome. <laughs> the West Coast of America, it's awesome because as soon as it airs, on, like 30 minutes after it's on on the East Coast, you can download it. Wow. What, Easy- about, what about sports? Um, like you know, I use like sometimes if I want to watch a Raider game and it's not on regular TV and I don't want to go out to the bar I'll go to maybe Justin This is really frustrating because I had an incredible hookup for about six weeks. There was a site. Okay, so uh, the NFL has um, a, a, a package called Game Pass. It's expensive in America, but yeah. they're trying to expand the reach of the NFL in Europe. And in the Netherlands, it was free. But they could tell where you're coming from. So if you're coming from America, they redirect you and say, "Please pay for this." Yeah. Right. There was a site that made it look like you were you could hit this you could hit the Game Pass site and look like you were coming from the Netherlands, despite being in Los Angeles. So you just you just look really white and blue eyed. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, that would be the Netherlands also. <laughs> well, I mean, so therefore you look like you're from the Netherlands, right? Anyway, yes. You sorry? Yes, you're correct. Well, you well, like well you're your, your assumption that the wow. average American is white and blue eyed yeah. is a little outdated. For wow. being from the internet, okay, I, I gotta say, wow, you caught me on that one. Anyway, so it looked like you're coming, from, you're coming from the Netherlands, and it was free. It was HD, full quality. Uh, it was incredible. It worked for about six weeks until the NFL caught on. Right. The NFL's good at that they, shit. They were pretty good. There, it was unfortunate because now there's like, I'm sure your listeners know about like FirstRowSports.eu, which is like the default one. I was watching it today, and it's just crappy, compressed. You can tell what's going on, but it's kind of not fun to watch. Whereas this this hack actually worked full HD. Like you could actually see, you could read the letters on their um, on jerseys. Their jerseys. Yeah. It was full. I would send it to my TV, and it was like full HD quality. And I got super spoiled for about six weeks, and then they were like, they figured it out. Mm-hmm. So an- another question. Uh, it, it, here's a funny thing. I think, I think the last time you were on this show, you dropped the name of an adult site. Okay. <laughs> yes. Now, okay. Now, when we do our shows, there's many things we talk about. Mm-hmm. And then there's certain things that resonate with people, and they'll email me about it. Hey, what was this you're talking about? Can I have a link to this? Or, you know, I really like that song you wrote. Can I figure out here? You know, whatever. Uh, you dropped the name of an adult site, and I got lots of emails. <laughs> and I would get emails when guys <laughs> are in the heat of passion, whacking it, and they want to remember, like, what was that website they talked about on Far Out? That was a great porn site. <laughs> and you know they're in the heat of it by... And then they because they want to know right now. They're like, what was that site again? Yeah, what was that site again? They'll email me. And then like, I'm please like, email me back in, like, five minutes. Yeah. And I'm like... I, I felt kind of weird emailing people. And the, but they would write the email in such a way, it's like, dude, I know. <laughs> but it's like, hey, I'm here. I'm here for you. Far out is a it's it's a it's a public service that goes well beyond just uh, comedic shows. But are there any websites these days for gentlemen, women uh, that are into adult fare that are really taking off these days? No pun intended. I get nothing this time. There, the oh. one that I mentioned the last time was really, really innovative in you know the. Dis- Dystopian future kind of way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no one's doing anything really cool that I'm aware of. 
so is this the end of the internet? If they found if they no por- rep- porn, porn is at the leading edge of innovation. Um, so they're seriously like the reason VHS won over beta was porn. The reason that Blu-ray won over uh, DVD HD was porn. Uh, Blu-ray so, won. Yeah, Blu-ray oh. won. Oh, sure. Uh, it's porn. So they do drive innovation. Uh, but I haven't seen anything as you as, make, you make them sound like NASA. It's porn. Yeah. Porn is the NASA of media. It is. No joke. <laughs> like, it sounds hilarious, but... <laughs> They're the ones going to the moon and shit. Porn yeah. will try out... Porn's not afraid to try out new technologies, so they try out all the new technologies, and the ones that work and they keep using, eventually, that drives mass adoption. It's 100% true. Look it's, it up. It's, like, it's on the internet. <laughs> porn is like the, the greatest capitalist engine around. It really know? is. Pretty much. They try everything. The stuff that fails goes by the wayside. The stuff that succeeds becomes VHS. So another question is, uh, why don't I use Google Plus? Because nobody uses Google Plus. <laughs> why? So what? Why? Like, I've been kind of forced in because I love I love Drive. I okay. Love, I love Google Drive, and maybe I don't know. Maybe you, you I use it all the time too. Okay, good. So I'm I'm with you on that. I'm yes. Not, I'm not a luddite that way. No, Google Drive is like I. That's what I use for sharing documents. It's it's great. It's that's how I write all like the show prep all goes into Google Drive. Like I have a book in Google Drive that I wrote. Like I've got I do everything through Google Drive. I love it to death. Yeah. Like it's it's the best. Um, but then be, through Google Drive and and, and uh, Gmail and all that, it, it pushed me into Google Plus. And now I have like one family member that because they don't want to deal with Facebook for whatever reason, they do everything through Google Plus. So then I'm in there. Now I'm kind of for, now I'm getting pulled in. You got a circle going. Now I'm getting pulled. Now I got circles going yeah. and now it's a thing and now like I have family members want to do the Google Hangout and now I'm like, uh-huh. wait, this is I already have enough. I, I I'm a Twitter addict. I, I I use Facebook frequently, but mostly like now Google Plus is pulling me in and I want to resist it. Like when people add me on Google Plus, I'm like, fuck, man. And then I, I just want to tell them, we're going to hang on this. I know I got a live chat with this motherfucker sometime. But then, but then I think that eventually, because it's Google, it will win out in some way. So maybe I should be active in it. I, I'm, you know, why, why isn't the people are just, why aren't people doing it? Like, Google doesn't always win. Uh, do you guys remember Google Wave? No, exactly, because it failed. Okay. Uh, Google Plus. They are really, really pushing this. If you talk to some YouTube folks, they're really angry about it um, because they recently did the same thing as Google Drive. Oh, with the comments, the section? comments you had to sign up for a Google Plus account, and what actually what what they wanted to do was bring your actual your your real information onto YouTube. Which I don't know if you've ever been on YouTube, but people post horrible stuff on there. Oh yeah, it's the YouTube no one, comment. It's YouTube, not as bad as the the Yahoo comment section. Is the first place I go. Like whenever I see it, because I have Yahoo Mail. Mm-hmm. Whenever I go onto Yahoo, I will see a really controversial article. And on a good day, when I'm being the best me, I don't go to the comments. Never read the. Comments. I never want to read the comments. Never but read the comments. Sometimes maybe I'm hungover. Maybe my sense of self is low. Maybe you believe too much in humanity. I yeah, I believe too much in humanity. And then I go down and I'll read the comments, and then I'll get like five in. And I'll be like. Oh my god! I want to kill myself. How many comments does it take to get to like a racist comment? Usually, five or six. Five or six. Okay. Yeah, it's a good like, average. Yeah. You realize just how horrible and racist and angry people are based on the comments of Yahoo. Yeah, YouTube was this very similar, but what actually? So they used YouTube because it's one of the most popular sites on the internet, and they wanted. They thought, oh great, we'll force these YouTube people onto Google Plus, right. and it was it. 
it was a massive failure. Uh, what ended up happening actually was spam comments actually shot up after that. Really? I honestly can't remember the reason behind it, but again... Why? Uh, I, I would figure it would go the opposite, right? Because now the people are beholden to their comments via their uh, Google I'm Plus page. Trying to remember, honestly, I'm trying to remember the reason, but it was I read an article about it, and they shot up. And then based on my friends who do YouTube videos, they were like, yeah, it was a total mess. Nobody wanted to do it. Um, no one wants to be associated. No one wants their YouTube comments associated with their actual yeah. life. People want right. anonymity. They want anonymity, and that's the internet has has thrived on anonymity for years. And trying to force anonymity on YouTube is ridiculous. All right. So uh, okay, I have, I have one last question. Uh, and you're the man from the internet, and you have done extensive work building websites. I have. That's you, what I do for a living. I uh, the man from the internet and I actually oh. met each other uh, through uh, professional circles. Yes, and uh, and you were building some ma- massive website stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, you still that do, do, uh, do that to this day. My question is, why didn't healthcare.gov, the Obamacare website, what was wrong with that, and that it took so long oh. that it took them after they launched it like you know two months to get it going? Graft, dude, that's how the government works. They handed out the. Contracts to their buddies. Wasn't it like Obama's roommate? Or oh, I'm sure like it, was. It, it was. I gen- I actually don't know, but I would not be. I think surprised. it was Obama's roommate who was from Kenya, who was <laughs> his, a uh, his tribe member back in Kenya. Tribe member yeah. back in Kenya. Telling you, who yeah. made all his money off of sending emails to people saying that I'm I'm uh, a Kenyan man who's trying to put money into your account. I never seen no birth certificate. Yeah, yeah. no birth certificate. Uh, no, it was just political buddy buddy stuff. That's what happened, which is kind of surprising because. Uh, in 2012, for the re-election campaign, Obama hired a group of really plugged in, really um, legit tech people from they like, say that's Silicon how he Valley. won the that's election was won. because his 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 uh, his his team was incredible. Yeah, his team was incredible. And but what happened after the election is it same old, same old. Yeah, it got handed to like just buddies who took the money and not ran, but did not deliver a good product. Right. It's so, the, it's the same old government story that's been going back hundreds of years. Right. So it's just the government being the government. It's the government being the government. And it's what, a, it's unfortunate, but that's what happened. What right. if what if they called you? Would you, call, would you answer that call? I would answer that call. I would answer <laughs> that call. We should have got the man from the man they from the internet. They should have gotten the man from the internet. Everybody would be covered. Like you could have like the world's worst cancer of all time and if the man from the the internet would have created healthcare.gov, they would mm-hmm. be cured by now, I feel. Government websites are just terrible. The California one's awful too. Like it's just terrible. Yeah, it's better than that one apparently, but because California has the actual uh, exchange, because they're not some crazy Tea Party driven state, yeah. uh, uh-huh. it's pretty crappy too. Like the problem is that the tech world is so hot right now. All the best people go and work for public or for um, companies. They don't work. They're in, not going to they work in the private sector. Yeah. They're not going to go for a government job and get paid half what they could working in San Francisco. So you get the people who can't hack it. And that's what happens. So you're saying it was a bunch of amateurs. It was a bunch of amateurs. A bunch of amateurs. Yeah. Fucking bunch amateurs. of fucking amateurs. Now, to conclude- I could have you a website by 3 o'clock. What color do you want it? <laughs> that being said, you've seen our website? I have seen your website. <laughs> Give us, oh, he's laughing. I Give us a grade. It's, Come on. It's better than... It, I helped Todd with the graphics a little bit. I, you were asking me questions about it, so it's better than it, than it was originally. Yeah, then what is... I mean, but that's not my thing. That's not your thing. That's not your thing. Right. The, the company that the government hires to build... The healthcare website, that should be their thing. Right. And it clearly wasn't. Now, I'm going to ask you for an honest appraisal. Okay. I love honest appraisals. Oh, because you're from the internet. Because I'm from the internet. I deal, I don't, I don't know how to deal with human beings, so I'm just honest all the time. A, B test this. Yes. So, uh, 
Now, 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 you know me well. I do. Now, I always feel that when I talk to you about things, mm-hmm. I feel insecure about my mm-hmm. kind of tech knowledge, right? I feel like uh, amongst the rest of my generation, I'm, I'm probably more tech savvy than the average 36-year-old. You do a podcast. You're like head and shoulders above. Okay. But you are one of my most tech-savvy friends. Okay. Right. So that being said, how would you honestly rate me? If this was like an OkCupid profile or whatever. Oh. So zero to five stars, one to five stars. Yeah, one to five is just the rest of my, of, of what is expected of me as a tech-savvy Gentlemen, how, how am I faring? Am I doing well? Am I doing bad? Because you like to make fun of me. I give you four stars. I only i wow. I give you shit because i I expect more from you. Okay, I'm not <laughs> trying to make me better. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Right, exactly. Okay. All right. He's like a parent. Yeah, it's tough love. Yeah. It's yeah. tough love. I'm like Todd. Wow. Todd, you know better. <laughs> I know. And every once in a while, I, I slip. I show chinks in my armor, and yeah. I'll email you a link, and I'll go, "Oh, maybe I shouldn't have sent that." Like this guy saw it six months ago. I did see it six months ago, and then you'll give me shit about it. I will, but because <laughs> because you are tech savvy, I wouldn't. Okay. Be, if you were like my grandpa, I'm not gonna give my grandpa shit about about technology. He sends me those forwards. I like kind of ignore them. But so you're saying I'm an asshole for replying to my family, going, "This is a bunch of bullshit." You're sending me about Bill Cosby. Maybe no. that's just me well, and my family issues. <laughs> to go back to Big Lebowski, you're not wrong. You're just an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay, well, I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast today. And I'd like to thank the man from the internet for coming on. I, it was a pleasure. I love this. Awesome. And we're going to have you back on the next show uh, talking about non-internet things where maybe we can we can beat you on a field of play. I look forward to it. Buck Perez, thank you for coming out. You had a hard day at work today, and you came out to do the show. Thank you. I did, and I didn't know what the hell we were talking about. <laughs> we love you, Buck. Sorry. <laughs>